0: Welcome to Beyond the Field, your property finance and general discussion podcast series powered by Money Empire. We're a team of financial advisors here to help you tick off your property and finance goals.
1: When we say beyond the field, we mean this to be beyond whatever field you're used to. So kick back, relax, and enjoy the podcast.
0: Welcome back to Beyond the Field. My name's Goran and I've got the uh, lovely Linda Moore with us today. How are you, Linda? Good?
1: I'm very well, thank you.
0: Fantastic. Today um, we'll be touching up on a topic everyone is probably talking about and using as well out there in the the retail world, I'd say. Um, And it's just coming at the right time around Christmas, so Afterpay. Uh, We'll chat about Afterpay today and obviously how people are using it, how popular it is, what that means for people and what that means also for people that are looking to obtain a mortgage with the banks. So Linda, um, give us a little, give us your two cents on Afterpay.
1: Okay, look, uh, now first of all, let me say I have nothing against um, pay now, uh, you know, buy now and pay later kind of deals. Um, I use them myself for big ticket items, you know. So it all comes down to, why are you using these services and after pay is one of those ones where i've heard people say it's, it's really convenient and i use it just because it's easy well isn't it just as easy to pull out your fpos card and pay for something so what's the logic behind the convenience thing and I do kind of wonder if that convenience argument is actually, well, actually, I can't quite afford it now, so I'll use Afterpay because it's convenient in inverted commas.
0: Yeah, okay, interesting. Can you tell us something real quickly? What's the difference between, say, Afterpay and a credit card, in a sense, really?
1: Well, I, I think Afterpay have actually really done it very smartly because they're mm-hmm. saying, we don't charge you interest. Mm-hmm. So that's a huge attraction, isn't it? Because we love, psychologically, we love free. And when we hear interest-free, we get super excited. Totally. Where where we all know with credit cards, you pay a horrendous amount of interest if you don't make your payments on time and if you don't pay in full. So that's a very good reason, if you want to reason and justify why you're using Afterpay, is that interest-free hook. So that's Mm -hmm. that's the first thing, I think. Yeah. But where you can get really trapped with afterpay is what are you making the payments from? Are they coming out of your bank account or are they coming out of your credit card? Because you might be actually paying interest that you don't really know if you've hooked your afterpay to your credit card and you're not paying that card off. I see. So you're kind of giving yourself a false sense of security. Yep. So I think that's the first. That's the first thing why it's uh, attractive is it's it's free. There's a perception of interest free, whereas credit cards do not have that perception. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, um, who pays for the use of Afterpay? Is it the retail shop that obviously they they pay a small surcharge or a percentage to Afterpay to have the convenience of of using the service? Right? Why is it so? easy for people, especially young people. And again, I don't know how it works in terms of uh, are there limits? Are there? Um, do you have to pay it back in, in four installments, do you?
1: Yeah, it's all done on, so when you first go into Afterpay, they give you a little tiny limit, kind of like a to test to see how you're going to go. Um, now, the other thing is they don't credit check you and things like that. So it's a very easy way to sign up and get credit, because it is credit. However you want to slice this and dice it, you yep. are getting credit. And so it it feeds that instant gratification. You can walk into a shop, see that dress, shoes, power tool, whatever it is you want, and it might be only $100, yep. but you have only gotten $85 in your bank account. Oh, use Afterpay, and hey, we'll take it out the same day that your pay goes in. And it's like, oh, that's so easy. And by the way, we won't charge you interest on it. Now, if you're not financially savvy, and I hate to say this, but so many of us, so many people out there aren't, that sounds like a really good deal. It sounds like a really good deal. So after pay, charge fees if you are late.
0: Right. What are those fees? Like just late payment fees or percentage of the well, principal that's They are upstanding? a percentage
1: and they, they do have a cap, so it doesn't go over a certain rate. And if you start to get, and this is what they, um, what they say is, if you start to get too many fees, they will actually shut your account down. So that's them going, we're being responsible about how we lend the money because if we see you can't make those payments, we'll shut your account Okay, so that's that's really cool, but there's not just Afterpay, there's lots of, you know, there's more and more of these types of things coming into the marketplace. So if Afterpay shut you down, then you could go and use, I think Zip is another one. There's lots right. of different ways of getting credit. So how many of these different cards and different deals are people actually using? And from what I'm seeing in clients' transactions, like you know, a couple of years ago it was everything was Uber. It was Uber Eats, Uber yes. Travel, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I'm seeing afterpay, afterpay, after pay, afterpay. After pay, after pay. It's it's kind of it's certainly a trend that I'm seeing um, when I'm looking through and doing the work with clients of well, where's your money going? Uh, and the other thing I kind of noticed too is they're just categorizing it as afterpay rather than well, what did you buy with the afterpay? Was it clothing? Was it something for the house? What's the afterpay for? It just all kind of get lumped together. So oh, I, I, I was just, I
0: was just going to say, stop you there, Linda. Um, in terms of my side, obviously, when we're putting applications through to banks and stuff like that, they've been really strenuous on um, asking questions or seeing those afterpay transactions, and then that doesn't look really that good um, mm-hmm. on the account statements because obviously that's sort of demonstrating a little bit of appetite for that that little bit of debt for something that they wanted to purchase that they couldn't afford in the first place, Um, which is getting more popular and I'm getting a lot of kickback from the bank. So people need to understand out there if they do Mm -hmm. use a service like this, that this will impact on their borrowing capacity, which is huge, especially if you're looking for a first home.
1: Exactly. And I think, and that's exactly the point where I don't think we're thinking long term enough, because also, you know, with these lovely new responsible lending rules that are kicking in, the banks are now going to look back further, aren't they? They're not just looking back three months, they're potentially looking back 12 months. So what you buy now for Christmas on afterpay, and you rack up, and sure, you'll pay it off. But You go and borrow, want to borrow money and come and see you, say, in October, Mm -hmm. all of that afterpay stuff is still going to be in there, isn't it? It's still going to be looked up and it's still going to be a pattern of your behavior.
0: Yeah,
1: 100%. And and I think that's the the thing where we're being a little bit Mm short-sighted. And particularly if you have the money and you're going, oh, I'll just use afterpay because it's easy. Just whip out your f card. That's easy too. And that's going to look better in terms of your behavior, your spending behavior, and how you're perceived by the banks to be able to manage your money.
0: Do you see it hanging around for, for the years to come, or is this something that they're sort of trying, I mean, look, every, everyone's big on responsible lending from the Commerce Commission, right, in terms yeah. of, you know, for, for lenders out there to, to be responsible and who they're lending money to. Do you see the service, a service staying around for a while, or are they trying to crack down on it a little bit?
1: Well, I think they are trying to crack down on it a bit in terms of maybe uh, wrapping some legislation around it. Um, because at the moment they're unregulated as I understand, they're unregulated. So you are reliant on the company being responsible, um, which afterpay uh, certainly seemed to be. Um, I actually saw an interview with the two co-founders in Australia yep. and, and I watched it and I thought, wow, it's a really it's really good and they, they were really thinking about their customers and their customers' needs. And they were very clear, we don't want afterpay to become something that creates debts for people. And I, I sat there and I thought that's that's really honourable, that's really fantastic, but if you're not actually looking at the person and you're just giving them an afterpay account, how does afterpay know what other debt that people that the people yeah, got? Right? Totally. So I kind of thought mm, sounds good, but in practice, how is it going to work? In answer to your question, yes, I think things like this will be around because it feeds instant gratification. Right. I want it now,
0: yeah. I enough. don't
1: care how I'm going to pay about it. Right. Do you remember good old fashioned layby?
0: yes is that still around
1: well apparently yes um i can't remember i was talking to someone and it was i think a retail store and a huge proportion of their sales was still lay by wow where you got your little and only it was now on an app i remember lay by where i had my little book and you'd go in every week and you'd give them ten dollars and they'd write it down you know and you got the huge excitement of finally going back to the store and paying the last ten dollars and getting it delayed gratification that's something that we all need to learn. And delaying gratification, quite frankly, I think is the only way that people are going to be able to get to the point where they can get into their first home or their second home or their investment property or their boat. You know, whatever it is. It's yeah, delayed gratification just isn't around enough now. We don't I don't
0: I don't like the fact how they don't even check a person's, you know, statement of position or what they earn to make a decision whether or not this will be something that will, would fit them. Um, yes. Can anyone sign up for Afterpay? Is it just in store or do, do they start with a little limit and then by obviously by repaying in full that limit uh, obviously gets increased?
1: Yes. Um, I don't use it myself, so I actually haven't gone through the application process, yeah. but I think it's just an app on your phone that I think you can do in the store. Um, I'm sure if, if listeners have it, they'll be able to correct us if we're wrong. But from what I understand, the attraction of it is it is very easy. It's very easy to start up. It's very easy to use. And, of course, you're not just going to have one afterpay. just no. going at a time, aren't you? No, I mean, no. if you go out and do your Christmas shopping, how many stores are you going to go into?
0: Totally. I was speaking to a client the other day, and obviously now I ask, you know, do, do you have any lay-by or afterpay? She said, yeah, I've just started afterpay. And she goes, oh, Goran, I'll tell you what, it's bloody dangerous. It's dangerous. And I said, okay, just make sure you pay back, you know, sort of thing. But what would your sort of guidance or tips be out there for people? Because people will be using the service big time just before Christmas, you know, for for presents and, you know, that early Christmas rush. What, What would your advice be to them,
1: Linda? Well, I think the main thing is it's the same as everything else. Just keep track of what you're doing. Because that's the other thing, you know, with a credit card, you can see the limit going down as yeah. you spend on it. Whereas Afterpay, they're all separate transactions. So I think it would be very easy to lose track of it, particularly if they are smaller. You know, if you're doing your Christmas shopping and you're spending $50 on everybody and you're buying 10 presents, you've racked up $500 on your Afterpay. So keep track of it. That's that's the main thing. Um, actually, watch what you're doing and make sure that you know when that money is coming out of your bank account. And how much is coming out of your bank account because it all comes down to this thing again um, this abstraction of money you know transactions have become easier but our awareness of the transactions has faded and and services like afterpay make it even easier for us to forget what we've spent because it is so easy
0: yeah totally and also it goes without saying like we mentioned before um that this stuff will appear in your bank statement so if anyone out there all the listeners who are listening in are applying for a mortgage or finance you know that you will get um you know asked around what these are for and this may affect whether or not you know you may get a loan approved or or declined even um just before we finish up linda what are you doing for christmas tell us
1: uh well we're doing our usual family Christmas. The daughter comes over and we have the champagne breakfast and um and then we're hopefully uh heading out of town to, to catch up with the rest of the family that we haven't seen for ages. So yeah. So so we're doing a little little something different this year in terms of presents. Um yeah. we're not actually giving presents. We're either uh donating to buy native trees for the grown-ups, right. and right. for the kids, we're actually giving them some options around some investments.
0: Oh, awesome. We, yeah, so right.
1: we're, uh, we've decided um, you know, we don't need presents this year. We don't need more stuff, so let's yep. do something really uh, good for the planet and good for their future. So that's awesome. our plans. Mm.
0: Linda, you're a breath of fresh air. Thank <laughs> you so much. You're so knowledgeable. I love you having on the podcast to talk about these topics. <laughs> um, until next time, listeners, thank you very much. Thank you. Hopefully you enjoyed the podcast today. For more info on this podcast and a heap more, check us out on Beyond the Field on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And hit the subscribe button.
1: Take the reins of your future and feel empowered with Beyond the Field.